Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. The following is a presentation of the Believe Podcast Network. It's time for the Believe in Ole Miss Podcast. With your host, Brad Logan, your home for Ole Miss sports. To be a part of the show, email the show at brad.logan at loganmedianetwork.com or shoot him a DM on Twitter at bradlogancote. Download the show on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or wherever you get your podcasts. Please subscribe, rate, and leave a review online. And now, from the vault. To the pavilion, to Swayze Field. It's all Ole Miss, all the time. Here's your host, Brad Logan. Our partners at Bet Online continue to be the number one source for all your betting needs and sports info. Find all of the latest sports developments, including updated odds in the NBA playoffs, fights, and even next season's futures. And don't forget that MLB is back as well. Who are you picking to win the World Series? Bet Online is your continued source for all of your sports wagering needs, including live betting and your favorite Vegas casino and poker games. It's super easy to get started, so head over to the website or use your mobile device to use and join the promo code BLEAV, that's B L E A V, to receive your 50% welcome bonus in your first deposit but online where the game starts Welcome into the show today. We've got a big one, a lot of sports to cover. Of course, Ole Miss is about ready to uh, finalize their spring practice with the spring game coming up this weekend in Oxford at Vaught-Hemingway Stadium. Of course, that'll coincide with Double Decker. Big weekend in Oxford, of course. Biggest weekend of the year uh, with the Red and Blue weekend. And then you've got the baseball series against Mississippi State. We'll be finishing up on Saturday. They're going to start this thing tomorrow night as we record on a Wednesday night. So you're probably listing at some point uh, Thursday. So tonight it will begin with Dylan DeLucia on the mound for Ole Miss. And the Rebels are fresh off an absolute embarrassing performance against Southeast Missouri State in which it took a defensive tackle hitting a home run late in the game to keep Simo, the Red Hawks, from run ruling Ole Miss. Let that sink in for a moment. <laughs> this is a team that was number one in the country a few weeks ago, but boy, it feels like a lot years ago. Talk about the baseball program. We'll hit a little bit of uh, softball as well, get you caught up there. And uh, a lot of things happening on the hardwood, believe it or not. Ole Miss had a nice ranking come out by ESPN. We'll talk about that. We'll also talk about Coach Yo and recruiting the transfer portal. He's got one that used to wear maroon and white. I'm sure that probably didn't go over too terribly well. We'll get to the bottom of all of it, but of course, football capping off this weekend. Uh, it's been a good spring for a lot of different folks. We'll uh, kind of break down a little bit of what David Johnson and I have seen. Uh, be sure and uh, while we're there, but be sure and tune into to reps247.com. We'll have you fully covered. Uh, Grow Bowl weekend 
and uh, everybody that's taking the snaps, catching the ball, running the ball, and all that good stuff. And uh, be sure and tune in to Reps 2472. Right now, Jared's doing a good job uh, with the baseball coverage, with everything that's going on there. Chris, David doing a good job as well with football coverage, baseball, basketball. They, uh, All three of those guys working really hard for you. Uh, up and down the line in regards to every sport. So have you covered uh, this coming Saturday? Be sure and follow uh, all of the Twitter handles that you'll you'll need. Uh, David's at Rebels247. Uh, Chris is at uh, MS Gridiron. And then Jared E. Redding. I'm, of course, at Brad Logan COT. Be sure and follow the, the podcast Twitter handle as well. That's at Believe in Ole Miss. That's B-L-E-A-V in Ole Miss. We'll be back in the second half of the show and talk all things Ole Miss. Got all types of sports to be talking about. It's a big weekend in Oxford. We'll tell you about it right here on the Believe in Ole Miss podcast, a part of the Believe Network. It is a place which exerts an extraordinary pull on all who have walked its hallowed ground. Thousands come each year, and yet no one ever really leaves. Ole Miss is for life. A major university with the familiar intimacy of family. Friendships that are more than friendships. Moments that are more than moments. An autumn celebration on a Saturday afternoon in the Grove. Contests waged and triumphs savored. With our largest freshman class, soaring honors college, national reputation for academics and research, our pride is overflowing. Today, more than ever, for all who have ever called this magical place home, you never leave Ole Miss. Hi, this is Brad Logan. Tons of people take multivitamins, but it's important to choose one that's top quality. With one delicious scoop of Athletic Greens, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, superfoods, probiotics, and antigens to start your day right. Their special blend of ingredients support gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, energy recovery, focus, and aging. It's also lifestyle-friendly if it's a wide range of diet. There's only one gram of sugar and no chemicals or artificial anything. So reclaim your health and arm your immune system with a convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop and a cup of water every single day. That's it. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune support, vitamin D, and five free travel packs for your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash believe. That's B-L-E-A-V. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash believe. Remember, these statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, and prevent any disease. Athletic Greens, take ownership of your health. What's more important than peace of mind? Nothing. And that's what NordVPN is here for. To give you peace of mind while you're online. And with all the threats that you face today on the internet, it's more important than ever to be sure that you have the best VPN you can get. NordVPN is the world's best VPN service, offering the fastest connectivity, most servers, and next-gen encryption 
to make sure that everything you do online stays secure. Plus, you can use NordVPN on all your computers and devices, no matter the operating system. With NordVPN's unlimited bandwidth, you never have to worry about the slow connection either. Plan start is under $4 a month. So today, grab your exclusive NordVPN deal by going to nordvpn.com slash believe or use the code BLEAV, that's believe. You can get up to 70% off your NordVPN plan plus one additional month for free. It's also risk-free with Nord's 30-day money-back guarantee. So today, be sure, grab that exclusive NordVPN deal by going to nordvpn.com slash believe or use the promo code Believe. That's B-L-E-A-V to get up to 70% off your NordVPN plan, plus one additional month for free. Also remember, it's risk-free with Nord's 30-day money-back guarantee. That's NordVPN.com. Welcome back to the Believe in Ole Miss podcast with your host, Brad Logan. Want to be a part of the program? Just email the show at brad.logan at loganmedianetwork.com or shoot him a DM on Twitter at bradloganCOTE. Whether it's touchdown Ole Miss or showers and right, it's all Ole Miss all the time. And now back to the show. have been great and we appreciate you being part of the believe in Ole Miss podcast you're in the believe network however you listen just subscribe rate uh, if you want to review it that's great and uh, we just appreciate you being part of the show let's open up by talking about baseball and I think the elephant in the room is what happens at the end of the year I think well you look at where things stand let's kind of break it down as it is this team is five and ten in the conference that's the number that matters the most the the over Overwhelming majority of people that you talk to says that Ole Miss needs to get to anywhere from 12 to 14 wins in the conference to make it to the postseason. Now, a lot of your pretty exuberant baseball fans were saying that this year Ole Miss returned a ton on offense. I think the numbers bear that out. And, you know, Mike appeared, Mike Bianco appeared on a number of shows and or at least a handful of shows, and said that he thought that this was going to be a really good pitching staff. Drew McDaniel, Derek Diamond, 
just has not worked out as well as he thought. Brandon Johnson has not had a good year. You've seen flashes from pitchers we'll get into in just a moment, but Jack Washburn has struggled. Um, It's just been tough on the mound. It really has. But the disappointing thing for this team is it just has played so poorly on the offensive side of the ball. (laughs) Excuse me. I guess that's a little football-ish comment. Just not hitting it like they did last year. And the only player on the team that's really been great this year, and and that's been Tim Elko. But, look, let's be honest. Tim Elko has not – I mean, he struck out a ton this year. But, I mean, not taking anything away from how well he's been playing the last couple of weeks. Five and ten in the conference. I mean, at the least amount, you need eight more conference wins. And if you look at the schedule, where are you going to get them? You need eight conference wins. Here's the remaining schedule. You got three against Mississippi State coming up this weekend. Mississippi State has not been playing very well. But, I mean, just look at any analytic you'd like. For the lack of a better word, they've owned Ole Miss the last couple of years. I don't think anybody's arguing that. At Arkansas, I can't can't see how you would think that Ole Miss would get any right now on the road at Arkansas. They've got a pesky pesky Missouri team coming in here to Oxford in two weeks. So uh, you give them maybe one or two. There's an opportunity there at LSU. I, I mean, I, I don't know how you could say Ole Miss gets more than one at, at Baton Rouge right now as, as Ole Miss is playing. And then you've got Texas A&M at home who Aggie's been playing pretty well. I, I don't know. I mean, I don't think anybody that's seen this team play, specifically if you saw this team play last night against Southeast Missouri State when, I mean, they quit. Look like the coaches quit. Look like the players quit. Now that's one game. I don't think you can say that this players quit or threw the towel in against Carolina. I don't. I think they played hard and they just lost. They did. They should have won two out of three and they didn't. So what happens? I mean, it's so cliche to say the season's on the line, but it really is. And is the career on the line for Mike Bianco? There's a lot of baseball left. And I think we, and I'm raising my hand, we forget that. There's a lot of baseball left. And it doesn't feel right, it doesn't feel right now that this team is going to circle the wagons and kick out of this. It, it feels like this is a three count, to use my wrestling terminology. It feels like this team is done and it feels like there are a lot of dynamics that play into that it feels like that this season was under extensive scrutiny when they threw the first pitch because head coach Mike Bianco interviewed at LSU during the offseason I'm just being truthful a lot of people threw the towel in when that happened. A lot of people felt that Mike slapped Ole Miss in the face by interviewing for that job. He didn't get the job. He comes back. And I think a lot of people didn't think 
that they welcomed him back with open arms. And you wonder if the players are even cared. Were they cool with it? Did it didn't bother them? I I don't know. The the problem with a lake is when that water starts really going to the bottom, it starts exposing a lot of stumps. So when losing happens, you find try to find the reason why the losing happens. You want to blame the players. You want to blame the coaching staff. You want to blame the hitting coach, the pitching coach, the head coach, the pitchers, the infielders, the outfielders. At the end of the day, you're five and ten in the conference. Now they're twenty-one and fifteen overall, but right now that doesn't matter. You have to get to that thirteen win mark. Twelve, thirteen, fourteen wins. The disappointing part about this is, is this team, by many people that are a lot smarter than me, that cover college baseball, anybody that follows Ole Miss knows who these people are, said this team was an Omaha team. They said this team was an Omaha team with the offensive power coming back. It's not. And the disappointing thing is, this is not an NCAA regional team ladies and gentlemen this is not an SEC tournament team right now let that sink in for a moment so for the people going into the season that said Mike Bianco's been here this is his 22nd season he's been to Omaha once in 2014 ton of success a lot of regionals a lot of supers (laughs) a lot of game threes a lot of winning. Could not get over the hump. There's been some waffling back and forth by athletic director Keith Carter in regards to extending my Bianco, not extending, that sort of thing. At the end of the day, Ole Miss enters the season, eventually gets to number one. I mean, I guess the baseball looked like a, a beach ball coming in because they were hitting the ball all over the place, winning uh, in huge numbers, and, and everybody – the exuberance just kind of came out of everyone. They were so excited that this is going to be an Omaha team. But you kind of wondered, you kind of worried about the pitching. But, I mean, the Rebels were hitting the ball so well, nobody cared. didn't matter just if the pitching was struggling. You had a great offensive lineup, so you didn't really care. Now we stand here, I don't know, what, a month later? And the disappointing part about all of this because you open the season in SEC, you hear me, I just don't talk a lot about non-conference because it really, frankly, doesn't matter at this point. The only thing that matters is conference wins. Now, last night when Ole Miss quit and it took a defensive tackle hitting a home run to keep from getting run ruled, that was, for the lack of a better word, that was embarrassing last night if you're an Ole Miss fan. So it it didn't really matter in the grand scheme of things to losing the game. At that point, the season is such a wash now. The only thing that matters is winning conference games and trying to get to the NCAA tournament and get high. So the SEC, you win two out of three at Auburn. Come back and win that Sunday game 15-2. to Hitting the ball really well. Big, win a big game against Memphis. And right or wrong or indifferent, Tennessee has killed this team. They, it, it's just, it was just lifeless. And they came out and just never got anything going. And it just didn't feel like this team was going to battle back. 
And then here comes Kentucky. Rebels win a big one, two to one on that Friday night, if you'll remember. Come back lose Saturday, but, but win the series. And Rebel fans are like, okay, we're, we're, we're kind of got our breath about us. So we're we're, we're, we're going to be okay. Then Southern Miss, who is, by the way, the best team in Mississippi. I don't think anybody's arguing that. Scott Berry, my goodness, what a job he's done. You lose 10-7. And then Alabama comes to Oxford and wins all three. And really, you know, the Saturday game was close. You remember the Rebels took it to 10 innings and, and, and lost 12-10. to But lost that opening game 7-4 to and then lost the game on Sunday 7-3. to And you, then you start – then the boat starts taking on a little water. Then you got to kind of – figure some things out because the pitching staff got popped around by a team that I'll be honest you know we talked about Brad Bohannon a lot you know running his mouth about Mississippi Mississippi State and that sort of thing he's got a got a pretty good club and at the time we didn't know how good Alabama was but Alabama's a good team of course you come home beating Murray State really that, that, that doesn't matter then you go to Carolina and a chance to kind of right the ship win a big one nine to one you know, lost a, a tough one, four to two. Then you flat give it away. You absolutely give it away on Saturday, and that's games you. Those are games you have to win. You lose that game on Saturday, to nine to eight. And it was kind of a the way the season has gone for Ole Miss. You don't have that killer instinct, and then you quit against Southeast Missouri State. You flat quit out. You just quit in front of about a hundred people. And maybe I may be generous here. It may have been less than that. Program's in a bad spot. I don't think anybody is arguing that. I don't think anybody's arguing that Mike Bianco understands that. In the post-game interview, I said this on the board on 247 Sports, Inside the Rebels. Been listening to Ole Miss baseball mm, probably since 1988, 89. I think the the first year David became the radio guy. Well, no, actually, let me rewind. I think David probably started in 86 or 87, and somebody can correct me if I'm wrong on that, for baseball, because I think he was still in college or whatever. But, I mean, I I remember going – I remember the T-shirt when they built Oxford University Stadium. And uh, I want to say it had a picture – I forget the last name, but he had glasses and his first name was Grant. That was the picture of the stadium. That was the picture on the, the front of the T-shirt. That's when I started listening to Ole Miss baseball. And then you fast forward to Coach Cassinger, you fast forward to Pat Harrison, and it's Mike Bianco. Bianco was the coach, I think his first year was 2000, 2001. It's around in there. Here we are. Beautiful stadium. I mean, I, the guy has won so much. He's one of the best coaches to ever put on the uniform in the Southeastern Conference, the best coach to ever lace it up for Ole Miss. But it also may be the end of the end of the rope for Mike. Both can be true. I think so many people get tied up in the fact that you can't say that Mike Bianco is the greatest coach to ever coach at Ole Miss, and it may be time for him to hang it up. So many people came into the season saying, so many Ole Miss fans said, it's Omaha or bust. A lot of people feel that way. Barring something drastic, Ole Miss is not going to make the postseason. 
maybe not make the SEC tournament. I, I'm not ready to just completely write things off. I think it's important to note that the team quit last night. I don't expect them to, to quit this weekend. May get swept. I mean, I, I just, but I don't. I expect them to play hard. There'll be a ton of people in the stands. At some point, you just have to have some pride in your program. I, you know, I was watching Tony Vitalo, and if I said his name wrong, I'm sorry. The Tennessee coach, and he came out on the field, argument call, and he got up in the umpire's face. I'm not advocating what he did was right. I'm not saying you should ever bump an umpire. I do think some Ole Miss fans want to see that exuberance from not just my Bianco, but the players. I mean, everybody, including me and, and other people that are talking about this team, are going all in on my Bianco. My Bianco is not hitting it. He's not throwing it. He's not catching it. And for goodness sakes, he's not getting emotional on the field and trying to get the players to play for each other, for goodness sakes. We appears to be some kind of players-only meeting, but it was led by Ben Van Cleve. Where's Kevin Graham? Where's Dunhurst? Gonzalez. I mean, goodness, bench. I mean, nothing against Ben Ben Van Cleve. By the way, he's done really well when he's had a chance to play. You know, he kind of got a bad rap. I mean, he's hit the ball well. I mean, that's not the guy you think ought to be leading the team. Simo, you know, played well. Good team in the Atlantic Sun, I think. They've got no business coming to Oxford and run-ruling Ole Miss. But you turn on the TV, and by the way, Gary Darby, good to hear G-Dar back. Does a great job play-by-play. G-Darb and Keith Kessinger, all they could do to keep people interested in the game. It's embarrassing. But you look and the players are just, you know, just rolling along. I don't know. I just expect to see a little bit more. A little bit more, for the lack of a better word, juice. I bet you just don't see it. Will we see it this weekend? I can assure you the, the team in maroon and white will have it. I, they're probably pretty pissed off because they should have won. Uh, they should have won a couple this, this past weekend. I think they won two out of three. Forgive me if I'm wrong on that. I, I think they had a chance to sweep. And if I'm wrong, forgive me. I'm not looking it up. But I know the last play on Sunday, the the guy was called safe or out one or the other, and that won the game for the other team. I, I don't remember who it was. They're going to be ready to roll. Mississippi State has had Ole Miss's number over the last couple of years, and they're going to be ready to play. And you know what? I think Ole Miss is too. I don't know how they're going to finish this year. I don't know if they're going to make the NCAA tournament. I think they will make the SEC tournament. It wouldn't surprise me if Ole Miss won a couple this weekend. I think it's going to be hard against Arkansas. Win a couple more against Missouri. That's four. Maybe win one at LSU. That's five. Win two against Texas A&M. That's seven. They get you to 12 wins. That That's a chance. They put you in the SEC tournament, and it gives you a fighting chance to make it to the NCAA regional. I think that's the goal. Uh, but right now it doesn't seem – it doesn't feel like this team is good enough to do that. 
I do like going with Dylan DeLucia, go with Hunter Elliott on Friday, and then following it and then finishing up with Derek Diamond. I've, I've said all along I like that lineup a lot. And Kemp Alderman should be hitting fourth or fifth, one of the two, every game in the field. And my goodness, Taiwan Malone is – he's had – I don't know how many at-bats he's had. doesn't really matter. He's had four hits. Two, have been, two of them have been home runs. I'd play. Play some younger players. Get them ready for the future. Ole Miss, Mississippi State will tangle at 6 o'clock tomorrow night at OU Stadium and Swayze Field. It's uh, Red Blue Weekend. And, uh, yeah, SEC Network. I think Tom Hart's got the call, by the way. Uh, SEC Network Plus will have the call on Friday. That tips off. Tips off. That is first pitch is at 6.30. And then the Saturday game is at 3.30. That is on ESPN2. So, Ole Miss, Mississippi State in baseball action. Rebel fans have a chance to see this football team on Saturday. We'll have full coverage on Inside the Rebels. Uh, David Johnson, Chris Brooks, myself, and, of course, uh, Jared Redding will have all the coverage from Oxford. Uh, that... Uh, It'll start at noon. By the way, fans can uh, park in the pavilion and I think utilize the west side of the stadium. The prices have been closed, and the media have had a chance to see the team play on Saturdays, maybe three or four Saturdays. And a couple of things have stood out to me when I've had a chance to see it. You know, you take a look at a lot of the transfers, and a lot of those transfers are on the defensive side of the ball. And one of those is Jared Ivey out of Georgia Tech. Looked really good. I've liked him a lot. And then, of course, you look at J.J. Pegues. Where's he going to play? The former, you know, Lafayette County product in Oxford High School. Playing defensive tackle and transferred in from Auburn has looked really good. A lot of players that have really stepped up. And you and across that defensive front, remember, Tavius Robinson has looked good. Katie Hill. Cedric Johnson. We talked about him. And Lane Kiffin said the other day, he thought, he thinks this is the most depth he has seen on the defensive line since he's been here. And I would argue to say that maybe the best the defense has looked in a number of years. Offensive line of the ball, everybody's talking about Zach Evans, the running back. Everybody's talking about the quarterback battle. Jackson Dart, Luke Altmeyer, and uh, quite frankly, I think Luke Altmeyer's got a, got a leg up, and a lot of that is simply because he's been in the offense. And this is his second year. But I think it's a battle, man. It really is. But the guy that really has stepped up for me is Jordan Watkins. Jordan Watkins, uh, you know, last year over 500 yards, four touchdowns. And he looked really good. And I think he's going to be the go-to receiver. I've said that all along. And he he looked good in the practices I've seen him play. But it's going to be a lot different. I mean, you, you can't lose a quarterback like Matt Corral and – and lose all of those running backs and lose all of those receivers and not take a little bit of a step back. The good news, the offensive line returns in full. I think they may make some changes at center, but the right guard, uh, Eli Acker, right tackle, Jeremy James, a left guard, uh, Nick Broker, left tackle, Mason Brooks, a transfer uh, from Western Kentucky is there. So they've got it pretty knocked out. I mean, they're, I think it's – it's interesting to see if it's going to be. Obviously, Caleb Warren is a guy that that's, that's penciled in now. Will probably get the start. But is this an opportunity for someone like a maybe a Cedric Melton, maybe a Reese McIntyre, 
Do you see maybe a Jordan Rhodes? It's an opportunity for those guys to kind of fill in. We'll see. I mean, the offensive line is the least of the worries of that offense because I think the question marks are the wide receiver. I mean, like I said, I think Jordan Watkins is going to be the guy. Is Jonathan Mingo going to get healthy? I mean, you know, there have been reports that he's still not 100% healthy. Dennis Jackson's a senior. It's time for Dennis Jackson to take a step up. Malik Heath, the transfer from Mississippi State. Pretty good receiver. I mean, not a breakout dude. Is this Braylon Brown's year, the sophomore? Is this a year in where Jalen Knox uh, maybe takes a big step forward? So, uh, But the running back room, yeah, man, Zach Evans, Ulysses Bentley the fourth, Quinshawn Judkins, they could be special. They could really be special. So that's football. It cranks up at noon. It's the Grove Bowl. And I know everybody is excited to see uh, what Ole Miss throws out this Saturday. And uh, before we go any further, we definitely want to say our condolences go out to Kyle Campbell and his family after the loss of, of his wife. It's completely really sad. I, I received a text from someone uh, inside the program and said that, uh, hey, this is kind of what's happened, and it is absolutely gut-wrenching. So the service was today, and Kyle, we're so sorry. I, I can't imagine, you know, losing my wife and so uh, my family to yours we're praying for you and um incredibly sorry so definitely wanted wanted to point that out that uh difficult news to pass along robo weekend and then double decker the weekend uh double decker weekend of course that's going on in downtown oxford uh but the real quick the, the, the schedule this weekend Baseball at Mississippi State on Thursday at 6. Uh, Friday, uh, the double-decker cranks up. Uh, and then Mississippi State and play at 6.30. Double-decker cranks up again on Saturday. And the Grow Bowl at noon. And then baseball will uh, throw the first pitch at 3.30. Women's basketball action, Maya Taylor played at Mississippi State last year. She's a guard, and she is committed to Ole Miss, and she will play for Ole Miss and head coach Yolette McEwen. Big player. Big, big, big get. Taylor was a one point ranked a five star guard and received the Mississippi Player of the Year three times during her high school career. So uh, she joined that 2017 uh, Mississippi State team when Coach Vic Schaefer was there, uh, red shirted, and uh, has played her entire time at Mississippi State, averaging 6.2 points a game during her four seasons of action, scored a total of 710 points. Pulled down about 1.9 rebounds a game and total 196 skill, skill, uh, steals. So Maya Taylor will be an Ole Miss Rebel. On the men's side, uh, Coach Kermit Davis uh, now took the biggest uh, jump of anybody, according to ESPN and Jeff Brazello. Uh, the Rebels ranked 12th in recruiting the transfer portal. So Coach Kermit Davis under a little bit of hot water himself. So the Rebels really need a big season next year. Had a, had a poor showing this year on the hardwood. So, Ole Miss head coach Kermit Davis has hit the transfer portal really hard. And a quick softball update. The uh, the softball Rebels uh, coming off a pretty difficult sweep this past weekend against a really good Florida team ranked number nine in the country. They lose all three uh, at home against the Florida, Gate, uh, Florida Gators. Did win a big game uh, just the other night 
uh, over Louisiana Tech, winning 10 to nothing in five innings. It's been a little bit up and down for this team. They're 5-10 in the conference. By the way, the week before that Florida game, uh, Florida series, they were at Kentucky. They were able to get one win, a big win on uh, Friday night, 7-6, to six, but lost the next two. It's been tough slaying, too. Uh, win one game against Arkansas. Guess what? Arkansas is ranked number nine in the country. Win that opening game two to nothing, but fall the next two games. But I think a lot of people has kind of circled the uh, the 19th ranked Missouri Tigers. They came into Ole Miss and lost all three games. The Rebels were able to sweep Missouri. So it was uh, here. Here's how I went: number 19 Missouri, number nine Arkansas, number eight Kentucky, and number nine Florida. So I can guarantee the the teams are very excited about the upcoming weekend. At least South Carolina is not ranked. And then you got Tennessee, also an unranked team, at Georgia to finish out the year unranked. So an opportunity for the softball Rebels to get some wins down the stretch before uh, hopefully, if you're an Ole Miss fan, they, they fare very well in the Gainesville, Florida, or I should say the SEC tournament this year played in Gainesville, Florida. Thanks very much for being part of the show today. Have a big double-decker weekend. I know everybody's excited. The restaurants are full. I heard there's very few reservations that you can get. We want to thank our sponsors tonight. Bet Online has been a great sponsor for us here on the Believe in Ole Miss podcast. Also, also NordVPN, uh, Athletic Greens, and then University Traditions. University Traditions is a great spot if you, if you need that campus hat. They've got campus hats from all across the southeast. Ole Miss, Auburn, Mississippi State, Alabama, Tennessee. Just go to universitytraditions.com and pick out your perfect hat today. And if you'll use the promo code BRAD, you'll lose. Uh, lose. Yeah, you're going to lose all right. You're not going to have to pay near as much money. It's going to be 10% off. Just use that promo code BRAD. Thanks again, everybody, for listening. Be sure to tell a friend wherever you're listening. Be sure and tell a friend to, to join us here on the Believe in Ole Miss podcast, part of the Believe Network. Be sure and follow Believe on Twitter. That's at B-L-E-A-V. And be a part of all the things uh, that's going on with the Believe Network. See you soon right here on the Believe in Ole Miss podcast on the Believe Network. Believe in Ole Miss podcast with your host, Brad Logan. Download the show on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or wherever you get your podcasts. Please subscribe, rate, and leave a review online. Be sure and check us out on Twitter at Brad Logan C-O-T-E and at Believe Podcasts, as well as Facebook, Brad Logan Media. From the vault to the pavilion to Swayze Field, it's all Ole Miss all the time. This has been the Believe in Ole Miss podcast, a presentation of the Believe Podcast Network. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E 
AV on YouTube.